Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, bots and cons to Tech Talk, the officially unofficial Transformers TCG podcast. This is part two of our most recent episode, wherein we're going over all of the various reveals that have come up over the last several weeks while we were on a short hiatus. Since this is technically mid-episode, we're going to dive right into it. So enjoy, everybody. And we're going to move into what everybody's probably way more excited about, and that's the uh, 15,000 spoilers that have come up. (laughs) Um, So the order we're going in is kind of all over the place. Uh, The reason for that is I wanted to group certain cards together and certain old cards I think are relevant to talk about, given that, for example, we got new tribal cards. So (laughs) probably good to include the tribe cards that they go with. But anyway. Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. um, One of the... The Well, the first one that we're going to talk about is EMP Wave, which, because it didn't have the reminder text, and when this was spoiled, I was looking at it on my phone, so it didn't scroll all the way. <laughs> and for a second, I was like, did they just print another double blue card without any stars? Uh, I'm like, that makes no sense. But turns out, yeah, it does actually have a star. But it still has a pretty flashy ability in that it taps down the entire board. Um, is this something that... It, What's your initial impression, Scott? Like, are you excited about this thing or not? I think it comes down to how playable are the MicroMasters um, and what their effect is because that's part of it, is the MicroMaster thing. Because basically, like, if you're using them just for a tap ability and not attacking with them, then if they're your last character, well, regardless, you're going you're gonna to get ahead on action phases because... You're going to get to use a tap ability, play, and play an upgrade at least Mm -hmm. um, before you play this. So you're not necessarily losing out on more attacks than your opponent is. Right. And then by using MicroMasters as well, um, because they are taking up a small amount of your stars, chances are that, like, you know, if you're, like, for example, if you're playing some kind of, like, I don't know, big character and if, and like, two or three smaller MicroMaster type characters that they don't all have to be MicroMasters, but just smaller right, right. type characters. Yeah. If you, if you change your attack order to take advantage of this, where you're attacking with your main characters sooner rather than later, which typically doesn't happen, and then play this, like you're going to be ahead because typically people wait to attack with their guys that have a bigger impact yeah, on combat. Yeah, you could hypothetically because, steal a better attack. Right. So it's, so it's about <laughs> combat efficiency more than it is like pure number of attacks that you're also taking uh-huh. up. My hesitation... So oh, God, sorry. Yeah. No, go ahead. That, well, I was going to say my hesitation, because initially I was really excited that it's like that... Again, it's a big splashy effect. It's probably... Well, I was going to say it's the closest we'll get to a Wrath, but it's nothing like that, so ignore that. <laughs> um, it's nothing like that card. Yeah. Uh, Clearly, you want to have less guys that are intending to attack or just straight up less bots than they do so that you can get, like we said, we're stealing some of the attacks. But it feels as though if your game plan is that and you are assuming that you're going to EMP wave to tap down the entire board to try and reset things and then keep your guys alive or just downgrade their attacks make sure that your guys get more attacks and your big guy that is it's going to feel really bad when you don't see emp wave 
So I I feel like you want to play three of them, but now you have to play a 22-star lineup. I, I Like, I get the concept, but I, I can't tell you right now if it feels like it's too much to do it. I mean, yeah, that's going to be the issue with any star card, and if, if it's something you're going to... I think you just have to... Ideally, you don't have to depend on it like the way you're describing, but I don't yeah. know. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I mean, with Optimus, obviously, all that goes out the window because it's okay. Well, I'll just go get it. <laughs> so, well, I mean, this card is insane with Optimus. Like, yeah, exactly. Insane. So that's why I expect that we're going to see it. It's just I don't know outside of that because that Optimus is one of those cards that it's just okay well obviously it could work here because he does some really insane things so it, it i feel like the conversation always has to be couched with okay outside of that because let's assume the obvious for the moment and that's where i'm not sure like what 22 star list hypothetically wants this uh like i said i think it comes down to micromasters right and I I think that's an appropriate way to go with it, and it makes sense given that they're in the same set. So you know the interset, intraset synergy right there. So yeah, I but, do want to. But an, but an optimist, this card is really really good. Yeah, I do appreciate that uh, Runamuck is on the artwork because he doesn't get enough prime time or runabout. <laughs> but anyway, there you go. Um, so any other thoughts on EMP wave? No, I mean I, I I'm just glad that. Um, double pivot cards continue to have a star cost. So yeah, I I fully expect. Well, I guess there are I could envision scenarios where they wouldn't have a star cost. Uh, until we get something that has like a negative battle flip trigger, I'm not expecting that we're going to see it without a star cost. Outside of like rotation or something like that, I would agree. Uh, yes, yeah, the, that that. Mm-hmm. That piece is a, a whole nother conversation and probably right. down the road. <laughs> I would honestly I would expect we're gonna get whatever the negative battle flip mechanic, whether it's a new color pip or it's you know literal text on the card or both, before right. we would get into the rotation kind of conversation. I, I would agree. That would yeah. I would agree. So um let's move on from there to uh dampening field, which actually was today's yesterday. They're all, of- they're all running together. Because since yeah. we have this big group. So Dampening Field is a new secret action. Uh, it triggers off the same thing where it's when one of your characters defends. And when it's revealed, your opponent can't flip more than four battle cards during this battle. So it kind of, as somebody, I guess, cheekily put it, it, it really hoses Metroplex. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It. <laughs> I mean, it does. <laughs> it, height advantage feels real bad. Um one of the other questions, and I couldn't remember, and I didn't have time to check it before the show, is uh, is the secret action trigger a May? It isn't no, literally on the card. So. so the scenario so. would be if you played it and they had two attackers left and you were tapped out, could you wait for whatever reason? I don't think so, but I'd have to get clarification. Yeah, and I... I mean, the way it's written, it's not a May, so I'm assuming it's going off on the first one, which kind of plays into the being as the person playing into the secret action, being aware of what's available, sequencing your attacks appropriately so that, you know, you swing in with your whatever attacker and not whoever you bolded up or whoever has a bold a billion, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, 
this one in particular, are you a fan of this thing? No. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I just don't care. I just noticed it's a rare. Was yeah. The, which the other one's rare? No, no, the other one was common. I feel like that should have been the other way around. <laughs> Probably. But, I'm not, um, I don't know. This is more of a hoser card. Like, this obviously hurts bull decks. So, like, mm. I can understand why those things would be, those things are typically rare, those silver bullet type, type yeah. cards. So, it notably, it doesn't specifically call out bold. So, like, kickback sure. gets caught by it. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, it doesn't specifically call out having a bunch of whites in your deck either and having, like, one extra or, or, I don't know, whatever. So, I mean, I agree, but it obviously does hose bold or or other types of effects. Yeah, it's... I guess if we see a recursion effect that puts them right into play or something, you know, so this way you could rip it out of your scrap pile, put it right into play, so you could run a bunch of silver bullets. Um... I don't know. I, I feel like I'm stretching it outside of that. Yeah, not a huge fan. Just so. has too niche of a use right now. Yep. Uh, so speaking of uh, niche uses, device virus. Um, <laughs> so black pip, scrap one of your upgrades, scrap up to two enemy upgrades of the same type as the scrapped upgrade. I had to look this one up because I forgot this one existed. Yep, got it. <laughs> uh, they're... There's a uh, internet saying about dumpsters and, and fires. <laughs> um, I don't like this card at all. I feel like the conversation we had about what was the what's the card now in wave one? Is it not vaporize the other one? The the orange pip one that can destroy more than one upgrade. What's wait? You mean vandalize? Yeah, that's a wave two uh, one. Right. Are I'm we saying, talking about the like same the conversation? I feel like the conversation we had about that card could apply here, where we we were like. Do you ever need to take out more than one of the same type of upgrade? Like, I feel the same exact way here. But this one, it, so I was thinking about this the other day, because I, I wanted to say something positive about this card, but like, it, so it has a worse pip. I, I, right now, I'm, I'm not excited to play black pip cards, let alone when that's the only pip on the card. You're Agreed. not two for one-ing your opponent. You're two for two-ing your opponent, assuming you even get to two. You know, like, if there are two things on the board, they have to match the same type. So, like, if you pop your weapon, you have to kill two weapons. Or if you yes. pop your armor, it, like, it's just so restrictive that I, I'm i struggling to find a scenario where I want this thing. So am I. I don't, I don't disagree at all. I mean, this is exactly the same card we had about. I just can't see a situation where yeah. but I want to put it- any... Mm. cost into taking out more than one upgrade which is the same exact same conversation yeah i mean the at least with vandalize i feel like there's a potential argument there okay you got to 24 stars you got to 23 stars there's some hypothetical serious equipment like that we were talking earlier about the new megatron if that was a thing even then i wouldn't want this i would rather have vandalize but yeah i just I don't know if it would have been too powerful just to say destroy an upgrade, kill two of their upgrades. I still don't think that would have been... Yeah. Like, Especially been, with having this pip, I still don't think that would have been too out of control personally. So Yeah, I don't get this one. So I don't want to dwell on this one because I, I think we're no. in agreement. We've already... Fine. We talk a lot about things we don't like anyway. All right, so that's enough. Yep. Those are those spoilers. Uh, or the first set of three. So this one I had to break up because... 
I felt it was appropriate to bring up all the motorcycles because we have a motorcycle tribal card now, and that's Papa Wheelie, which is hilarious to me. <laughs> I don't know why, but it just is. Um, it's reminiscent of our drive back from one of our uh, our last tournaments, actually, now that I think about it. <laughs> oh, yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> which we, that, that's a story for another time. But anyway, um, so Papa Wheelie is the motorcycle or one potentially one of the motorcycle tribal cards. We'll see how many we get, but it's flip each of your motorcycles from bot to motorcycle. You get an extra attack, but only a motorcycle can attack this way. As of right now, quantity wise, there just aren't a whole lot of motorcycles, nor do I generally care about them attacking. <laughs> nor do I ever want them to attack in motorcycle mode. Yeah, Other than I guess I don't <laughs> I'm not seeing it. <laughs> I guess you could argue Wave 1, Flame War would rather, obviously, attack in the motorcycle mode in the same turn that you would flip it, but, like... Yes, you could make that argument. I'm not... <laughs> that's not a really a conversation that I think any yeah. of us are going to have a whole lot of fun involved in. Um, notably, so I I have up... For anybody who's listening out there, we have a rotation. So, like, Chromia has more defense in her um, alt mode. Uh, Flame War, like Scott was alluding to, gets bold. Uh... The new Flame War, which we'll talk about in a little while, has stealth. Um, and never are... wants to attack in them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the RC, clearly you don't want to attack in uh, motorcycle mode. Now, since it's flip each of them, and they do have, you know, some of them at least have relevant flip into alt mode powers, maybe, but right now I don't, no, I don't. I'm not building motorcycle tribal right now. This is not selling me on it. Yeah, I, I think we have to wait for like junkie on cards or like um, junkie ons would other, be pretty awesome. <laughs> like uh, for, for the cards we have right now, I don't see it. But I mean, I would wait to see if there's more. If there's anybody else coming out of the set. So. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get it. Well, I take that back. We we might get another motorcycle, or we'd have to wait until next set, because the Flame War um, for this set is, but the RC in this set is not a motorcycle. Yeah, but apparently the Siege list has other motorcycles, like Siege characters that were released, and, and random characters were released late in Wave 1, so we just have to wait. Oh, yeah, I mean, for uh, sure. Generation 1, Generation 1, sorry. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So, there's always potential. Yeah. There, there's a... There's a lot of potential options, but until we see them, this is kind of like what we were talking about earlier, that it's <laughs> everything has a chance right now because we don't have enough information. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't like the fact that we basically like, of the motorcycles we've seen so far, I just can't see wanting to be in a situation where I want to attack with them in that mode and give up as we talked about for all tap cards, like give up my draw phase, upgrade phases to play this card. So yeah, they're, they're not hitting hard enough that it's a mini all out attack kind of thing. Right. Um, so yeah, I think we can move on from Papa wheelie. It, the artwork's kind of cool. I do like it. it. I don't know why I find it has the the entire thing is amusing to me, but <laughs> sure, it just, I, I don't know. Like I can't even put it into words. It's just one of those things. Just like, ah, that, that's, that's cute. That's cute. Uh, so speaking of other tribal cards, we got, I think a, a significantly better one and that's UFO or unconventional flying object, uh, with, I guess 
Alpha Trion doing his best Superman slash Green Lantern impression. I don't know. Sure. They usually have their arms out when they're fly. I was trying to think of a comic book character that flies with their arms at their side, and I can't think of one right now. It's like Jean Grey and stuff like that. Yeah. Sure. I, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I'm sure somebody will let us know. But uh, so this one's it's a blue pip. Flip one of your spaceships to bot mode and flip it back to alt mode. So it's pretty cool that it's one of the few effects where we have where it's, you know, back and forth in a single effect. And there are actually spaceships that care about doing this. Sure. So what I'm thinking is, for example, just because it came up, the new shockwave. So you could transform into uh, alt mode get the effect, so make them pitch a card, draw a card, play this, they pitch a card, draw a card. Is that good enough? Maybe not. Um, It feels significantly better than the motorcycle one, at least. I mean, you're basically just getting the flip to alt mode effect on what, like like you said, like it's, I, I, the pipe dream of doing what you're saying twice in the same turn to me probably doesn't have as much relevance um although i guess you could argue that well no not even i don't wouldn't think... even want to use like wave one shockwave wouldn't even want this no wave one i was trying to figure out a way but it's yeah. <laughs> it's too awkward the new shockwave alpha trion could make use of it uh because then it's sort of it's a draw two from your scrap pile essentially i mean i'm i'm not, I'm not playing in the i'm gonna do this thing twice thing Let's just assume you're already in alt mode. Mm-hmm. You're just like playing this and then you get to bot mode to do whatever you want. Assuming that's where most of them want to attack in. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess it's good with Cosmos, right? Like, yeah, I mean, that's what I was going to say. Cosmos is excited okay. about it, I guess, um, for all you Cosmos fans out there. Um, I, I mean, I'm, I think that's probably the best use of it. I mean, I think, I think your new Shockwave example is good enough. Um, because you wind up drawing two cards and they lose two cards if you're able to. I think that's worth setting up a turn like that. And it's blue, which he mm-hmm. wants to be. Um, I can't see it with Alphatron because I can't just see return wanting to return. Uh, uh, why would I play this card to return an orange card from my scrap to my hand? Like that just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. The only I was trying to think before the show of orange upgrades because obviously this is chewing up your action for the turn. So no, it's only it's only, only he only gets orange actions. Oh, you're right. He only does get orange actions. So in that case, it won't even matter because I was going to say right. grenade launcher, but obviously not relevant in this yeah, scenario. Yeah, yeah. So like I I can't see it there. If we're not going to see it with wave one shockwave, we're going to see it with cosmos, and I think that's probably its best use. I yeah. could pro- I could see it with the new shockwave. I can't see it with Soundwave. No, it's it's um, completely irrelevant with him. Right. So for now, niche use. Um, but I kind of do have fears that like the Cosmos thing may be too good. I, I don't know. I, I never played with Cosmos, so like I can't. I I can't comment. It's um, actually so I haven't played with Cosmos myself, but playing a variety of Thundercracker and then assorted Sunstorm builds and basically just things that want to draw and then play a bunch of cards in a turn. 
the alternative here is you just draw a bunch of cards, flip Cosmos, play this, draw a bunch of more cards, and set up for like, okay, well, I just cycled through half my deck or so with just Cosmos, aside from the actual card draw effects themselves. What, you, you pitch your hand and draw equal to the number you had or something like that? Yeah, so then you draw, so if you draw into this, you do it again. So say you had seven cards, you pitch them all, draw seven, do it again. That's 14 there plus, you know, whatever the other ancillary things are. But see that, again, the problem is he needs to attack in the bot mode to get his ability off. And that's yes, so this would have to be three or four wide and you set it up the turn before just to get there. But it does give you that big, okay, I need to get there next turn, let's dig really hard sort of effect. But uh, if you start in the in the alt mode, you just play it and you get... yep two turns worth of flips out of it then like i think i think i think for cosmos depending on your like you're never one minus whatever your hand size like you can assume that he's going to kill a guy mm-hmm. using this card so that's where i think it's like i mean it, it's kind of hard to art like and argue that like that's not going to happen like this this might be like the first time i've seen them really set up a, a, a character from an earlier set so completely with a card that I have with this in Cosmos. So it seems tailor made for him because yeah. like your opponent kind of fits the whole. Could, oh God. Yeah. Your opponent could just lose a card out of nowhere because they don't expect it to be happening. They're like, Oh, you have mm-hmm. a six card hand and, and Oh, you're, you have what, you know, 10 cards left in your, your, your draw deck uh, you'll never get there and then you just get there so well it, it is going to be weird because cosmos does require that it you know while you're in the midst of attacking yeah. so mm-hmm. it yes i get where you're going if you play a bold card on them and this in the same turn like all of a sudden you're flipping oh yeah you know, plus, plus the initial you're you're getting oh there. for sure don't don't get me wrong like i yeah it's something i'm looking at this card and i'm like yeah i kind of want to try cosmos but I think it's still going to require enough effort that it it doesn't seem at this stage, at least initially, that it, it's going to broach the oppressive territory. I think it's just, it may just be pretty good. But again, we, we need more context, as always. Yeah. yeah. Um, no thoughts about Omega Supreme with this guy? Come on. It doesn't do enough. <laughs> I know. I, I know. <laughs> but I want... Draw a card? Yeah! We'll draw a card. No, you can... Do a damage? Do if, a you, damage. if you set it up, you can Plasma Burst. You get two zaps. And then not get to attack and lose the better attack and lose the other thing. Yeah, yeah but you get two zaps. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yes, it, yes, I'm making a joke. No, I'm not serious about that. It would be pretty funny if this is the card, though, that that puts Omega Supreme over the top. I'm not going to hold my breath on it, but it would be awesome. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's any other thoughts on our uh, UFO here? No, I, I mean, like I said, it's going to be interesting to try with, uh, with Cosmos. So. Yeah. So uh shout out to Dan, who I think is in the chat or was earlier. Those uh, 45 Cosmoses that you opened. Hang on to them for this yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. Good um, point. <laughs> so moving on from there we're into the characters uh so the first one up is sergeant skywarp again we're kind of going in the a completely not quite random order but just so i'm grouping certain things together hopefully it makes sense so this is an eight star skywarp that is another recursion character and he's oh notably also a specialist which is kind of cool 
Um, in his alt mode, when you flip to this mode, return up to two secret actions that have different names from your scrap pile to your hand. And in his bot mode, when you play a secret action, draw a card. Other notable thing, he has double-digit health and two defense, which is, I think, significant. He's a specialist. I think I said that already, but um, I kind of like this guy. I, I'll be honest, I haven't put a whole lot of thought into him, and this is also another one where, what have we seen, two secret actions, maybe three? Only two. I mean, clearly he's impossible to evaluate until we see more secret actions. Right. He's, um, I mean, it's, But he seems powerful. Uh, I mean... Assuming the secret actions are good, he's going to be good. Yeah, because... And we've seen one good one. I, I guess the, here's the question for you that we could actually have a potential conversation about. What, how many secret actions need to be good for him to be good? Like, how many do you need to be running in your deck, do you feel, that are going to make him worthwhile? Or do you think we need to know actually what they do? Um... I think you have to run like eight to ten to make him. Um, it needs to be like at least three different ones because of the. the I never noticed at first that it was like two different names. So definitely at least three different ones. Mm-hmm. And you need to basically be. So you're going to want to flip him to bot mode as soon as possible anyway. Absolutely. So yeah, yeah. you're. You're going to want to play a secret action the turn you flip him, but then you want to be... Like, every secret action you play past the first is automatic value, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So, um, he doesn't necessarily have to be the focal point of the deck, but any cards you draw off of him past the first will should put you ahead more than, like... like, If you think of his ability as just play a card, draw a card... That's good enough. So anything past that is just going to be icing on the cake. Um, mm-hmm. So that's where I see that like he he's very powerful in terms of that. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's impossible to have full contact without seeing all the secret actions. Yeah, I mean, um, if they're all terrible, so, then guess what? He's probably not going to see play. <laughs> like if if I the, don't, I don't think they're all terrible. They're going to be oh, all terrible. But I agree. It I given that it's a a focal mechanic of the set, the whole secret action introduction, I'm expecting that he should, maybe maybe should is too strong, but it, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that this guy's going to see play. Uh, my main concern is even with those secret actions, unless there's a burn one or some way to, it becomes a weapon or something, Eight stars with four attack feels like it's edging into the territory of, yes, you're getting a lot of value, hypothetically, but I'm expecting the secret actions to be defensive in nature, and as a result, are you eating up too many stars while not pushing enough damage? Like, Do you have to go out of your way so much to find weapons, to find other things that it's not worth the effort? It's possible. I mean, but he... I've never seen a character actually just <laughs> constantly let you essentially draw extra cards, which between his flip and his ability, they both let you do that. Yeah, you're going to um, go find those weapons that you require. It's just, can you? I'm a bit good. It's a couple other things. I'm a huge fan of the art on the alt mode. I mean, on the bot mode. I like the art on I'm this not- one. I'm not a fan of a lot of the the new artwork. This is actually really cool. 
I'm not a fan that he's not a Tetrajet. I am a fan yeah, that's that it's odd. a seeker, seeker on the on the um whatever you want to call it, not subtitle, line, but like yeah, yeah, black ops. So those are things. Yeah, yeah, those are things I'm I'm a fan of. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it is odd that they that he's not a Tetrajet. I don't quite get that one. Yeah, but it is what it is. Uh, I actually it, assuming again that we get enough secret actions like this guy seems like he will be fun to play as well like the actual play pattern um i think it's going to make for interesting decisions and i think it'll actually it's not just as weird as it sounds it's not just play cards it's it lets you feel like you're doing something too i i don't know i'm not i'm not describing it very well but i think this guy will be fun to play i think he makes up for a lot of i mean assuming the secret actions are good i think he's also going to make up for what is one of, considered to be one of the detriments potentially of secret actions in that like they may not trigger yeah or they may they don't have an immediate effect like this gives you that immediate effect absolutely because it gets you closer essentially to an upgrade that you can play for the turn oh yeah so definitely that's what's, that's where i really like it yeah i think that's a good point to bring up so uh anything else for skywarp before we move on He's rare, and I think it's appropriate. So just keep that in mind. Oh yeah, I didn't. I didn't look at that. I should have been looking at the other ones too. But whoops. Um, I wish he was a seven star because planes want seven stars. That's probably the only other thing I'll add on him. He's not seven stars because then you could play him with new shockwave and other characters. Yeah, I mean, I get why. It just, I'm still hoping for that seven star plane at some point. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, I think it's because of the new shockwave that that's why he's only yeah that's why he started. No, that makes sense. Uh, so we now have our second off-road patrol in Private Tote. So one quick thing before we get into him, we're or actually we'll see it on a, a later card. But some of these patrols are, I don't know. It's another thing where it makes me laugh, and I probably shouldn't laugh at it because it's so silly. But because it's so silly, it makes me laugh. I don't know. It, it's just... They seem a little... Even beyond the realm of Transformers, silly. Um, but anyway. That, that may just be me. So Private Toad is another Micromaster. Got the usual stealth. He's 251 in alt. Um, he's a truck. I think I had this guy as a kid. Or something sure. that definitely looked like him. But anyway. Uh, you scrap a black card from your hand. Untap one of your characters that's six stars... Or fewer. Um, I don't know. <laughs> what do you got, Scott? <laughs> no context until I see better playable black cards. Yeah, because right now we have what? The Disruptor Blade? And like, that's it? Uh, I mean, we haven't seen any black blue cards. So I, so to me, it remains only that one and potentially the grenade that are playable. So Oh, yeah, the grenade. Yes. Yeah, as of right but now. I, I, go ahead. But even so, like... I mean, he costs four. That's what's good. Yeah, that... Oh, I didn't call that out. Good point. Good point. Uh, but, I mean, I understand why you can only... I mean, obviously, untapping is an extremely powerful ability. Arguably oh, sure. the most powerful, powerful thing you can do. Um, but... Who are you going to untap that you care about? Like... Yeah. Um, kickback. <laughs> Ravage, I guess, yeah. is, is one. Yeah, kickback is fine. Uh, but you won't have as many insects. Uh, yeah, fine. exactly. I would. Yeah, I was being facetious with that one. Um, no, I was... but I mean, like, yeah, I mean, that's the. I mean, like, that's the. 
you need something of that potential power level. Uh, yeah, I, I, other MicroMasters, I guess, but then that puts a lot of pressure on your hand. Yeah. Um, I just... So, I agree with you, this needs more context, but it feels to me like this one's going to be reaching a bit. As in, like, A, we need to see more black pick cards that you actually want to play, uh, as opposed to, I have to play them in order to meet this criteria. And B... Off the top of my head, I'm I am also struggling to think of six or less character six star or less characters that I'm really excited to ramp up twice. I mean, there's all your combiner pieces, there's like, you know Razor Claw and things like that. Like I, I don't know. I just I, Even there, like Razor I, I get where you're going with it, but like say Razor Claw is an example, it's so he you flip him. You attack, you then flip Private Tote, untap him, you have to flip Razor Claw back, flip him again, and assume that he didn't die the turn he was exposed. Um, They're not going to have any more untapped guys at that point, so like, we're yeah, it's like he matters. Yeah, it's, I don't think we're making a, an argument in Private Tote's favor. I, I don't think RC attacking twice is going to be relevant either, for example. I mean, which I think would be the best example of it. As it's yeah, that, I was about to say, RC feels like it would be a... There's one that you could want to, but uh, yeah, it's a lot of effort. He he drops are such a barren wasteland at this point that, like... Yeah, for sure. Well, it's going to be other MicroMasters, to be honest with you. Like, so that, it's going to be, like, yeah. stupid combo things. Like, it, there's just no context, and, like, you have mm. to play... As of now, you have to play cards that we don't find playable, so... We'll, right. we'll have to wait and see. And that could change. Like you said, we'll wait and see. He seems very happy in the artwork. Hopefully that isn't because yes. he's very happy to be in my binder. Um, <laughs> yeah, he does, he does seem very happy. <laughs> he's having a lot of fun, whatever the hell is going on. <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, so uh, going from uh, Private Tote, we have Private Lionizer, who is a battle master. Um, 082 Bold 4. He's doing his best kickback impression i guess um he also has plan one which it took me forever to notice <laughs> wait yeah I, I was about to read it and i'm like wait i don't remember this thing having plan one <laughs> um so yes when he's a weapon bold four like you know they do the thing they do in uh in alt mode and then he's plan one does he, does he, he doesn't have plan one in the weapon mode though, no right? he that's a he <laughs> he improves when he turns into a weapon i guess um. Well, no, he still has bold four. That's all right. Well, yeah. I. I don't know. It's seven stars. I clearly you're playing in an orange deck, so this guy is a air quote six. Well, a four eight two. Ignoring your two regular flips. Um. I guess. He's only 10 health. Clearly, you're going to get in with him first. It's not unreasonable to expect him to die and then make your guy gigantic. Like, I guess... He's, is he... Is he how much defense does he have? Two. So that's where the, he has eight health to defense. Oh. I th okay, I thought it was 10 health. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, I could... I mean, I mean, an orange deck, this should be grenade launcher, right? I mean, like, I don't know why this is bad. No, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm thinking yeah. um, Grimlock may be happy about this guy. <laughs> you know, you plan Plus, that. It, 
You call seven, right? Yeah, so that it makes it a little awkward there, I think. But maybe I mean, it's fine. I mean, obviously he compares to the fire, whatever he's called, fire drive, whatever that guy's called. Yeah, the, the previous one, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I could do the math, but he should be better than three. Yeah. Or else you're not playing him in the right deck. So, like, um, I don't know, I like this guy. Yeah, I, uh, this guy I actually do like, which I don't. I don't know. I have no outside the game attachment to this guy, which I guess I feel disappointed that I'm like, oh, this isn't somebody I like that's really cool or has a fun effect. It's I don't even know who the hell this guy is. He's in season of that. That's all I know. Yes, he's somebody. That, somebody he's somebody's gun. I don't know who's. <laughs> Whoever we want it to be, it's going to be Grimlock's gun. That's whose gun it's huh. going to be. Um. Can't you tell who's holding him by the art? Isn't that your thing? Yeah, it kind of looks like Sideswipe, but it's not Sideswipe. Um, well, Sideswipe is clearly on Cog, right? Or whatever. I don't it... remember the artwork for Cog. I'd have to go look at okay. it again. Okay. I don't know who that is off the top of my head because the 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 face and the helmet are white. I think. Okay. And it's obviously an Autobot, so. Um, but anyway, yeah, I agree with you. I I like this guy. Um, I would expect that we're going to see him. He, he seems like he's worth trying out at the very least. Yeah, I mean... <clears throat> I mean, Bold has not proven to be bad. So, I mean, he only continues to be... Like, well, that's because we haven't seen that secret action in play yet. Right, obviously. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's why... <laughs> An acid storm as well. So, oh yeah, <laughs> I always forget about that. Um, with there's reasons for that, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I think Lionizer is pretty cool, and I expect no, he's it. good. I think he's. I mean, I think the hardest thing is going to be, can you get him killed? Like it, when you want him to, outside of like again one shot stand and other things. Well, I think that if you're playing in an orange deck. And they're not aerial bots, you know, like they're going to hit back for, we'll call it a reasonable amount. I think you can assume that you could one shell stand him effectively to then go, okay, one shell stand one of their guys, kill him off, get a gigantic weapon, get in uh, with only the eight health. Then again, maybe not. It, that's one of the ones where we'll have to sit down and see how it works out. I mean, two defense in Orange Mirrors has proven to be extremely relevant. That's yes. my only thing uh so we'll just have to wait and see if there again if there's other quote detrimental effects that that you can use to your benefit so yeah um obviously you're already gonna be really, playing peace and he activates peace which is important and he loves reckless charge so <laughs> yes he does good good call good call so, um i think there are a lot of ways and i would expect that this guy he fits in at a good slot too at seven again it's filling out those Lower star costs that don't necessarily have a whole lot of options. I mean, he seems like he seems like if you're going second, extremely hard with any one action or any one um, upgrade that you choose to play. Like, especially if you quote don't draw optimally and like you know have your improvised shield in your hand, he has plan one, so you're going to get use out of that and then potentially do like nine damage instead of potentially eight. So you yeah. can do a lot of damage for a seven drop on turn two. So. Yeah. Well, if, like you're him. saying if you get him killed on turn two somehow. No, no, just attacking with him as the first attacker if you're going second. Like, you get 
six flips plus whatever you play, which oh, and then he'll an you're saying he'll die from there. So because you had mentioned the plan, that's why. So well, if to. you draw well, if you draw improvised shield, don't want to use piece for tyranny. Like you can just plan them during his attack. So you're well, he doesn't have the plan in the in his non weapon mode. Oh, I thought he only had the plan though. Not no, he has the he has the plan in weapon mode. Oh, okay. Well, either oh, okay. My bad. Yeah, so, I I follow where you were going with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, even so, like you're talking about flipping six cards and then getting plus four somehow. So like, yeah, I don't think like, I don't think bold four is anything to sneeze at, let alone with the plan. So yeah. Uh, so moving from there, we have Captain Ironhide, who uh, actually does some cool stuff. And you seemed pretty excited about this guy offline. So this is the one that when he attacks and he has a weapon, you can swap a weapon with a blue weapon from your hand. So basically you put it right on him. Uh, and then his alt mode is they can't take non-attack damage from your opponent's cards. So take it away, Sky. Why, I, I think it's pretty obvious what this guy could do, um, but take us through it. <laughs> uh, this guy cycles armed hovercraft. Yep. That's all this guy does. <laughs> But that, <laughs> I think that's really pretty well. good, though. <laughs> I mean, you essentially only need to draw one armed hovercraft throughout the course of the game to put on to him, and then one other weapon, and you basically are just more often than you were able to in the past. Right. Um, I mean, like, the way it stands right now is basically, like, the first arm hovercraft, like, every other arm hovercraft you play is powerful, but, like, if you've ever played more than one in the game, like, you really see yeah. how powerful that can be. Absolutely. And then this guy basically just guarantees that you're going to play more than one arm hovercraft yep. throughout the course of the game. Because either you put the arm hovercraft in your hand on him in substituting the other weapon, or the arm hovercraft you already put on him comes back to your hand through his ability and you play it a second time. So, right. Um, as it stands right now, unfortunately, like that's the, like you because you can't use slingshot on him, right? Um, so like that's really is not that it's anything bad, but that's the only thing you can really do with him because all the other blue weapons outside of like Noble's blaster and yeah, you don't really Primary care Blaster's about bouncing them. Well, I mean, you can't even play some of them. Like you can't play the truck one on him. You can't, mm. like, you, you, he's supposed to be a legal target for what you're swapping, which I think the video didn't state correctly. Uh -huh. um, like, if he's not damaged, you can't just put Energonics on him. Right. So, all the other, I, I can't even think of another blue weapon you even can play on him, like, other than the, the Noble's Blaster. So, like, as it stands right this second, I, I still think he's powerful for if you just play three armed hovercraft and two Noble's Blasters in your deck. Um, obviously it's unfortunate that like the regular Ironhide's blaster doesn't work with his ability, but does work just to put it on him. Like right. I would still probably play it on this guy. Yeah, I think that's really still fine. Stats. Yeah, because because he still has to have a weapon to put a blue weapon on. So you exactly. can just attack with him and then put iron, you know, whatever. Um, but I just I just think the incremental advantage that you gain off of arm hovercraft can't be ignored. Um, and that's what, as it stands right now, what obviously what's really powerful about it. Right. It's funny you mentioned that, and I realized while you were talking, I was trying to pull up because I don't think I have battering ram on the list. 
because we did not talk about that last time. So I'll, for anybody oh. out there wondering or didn't see it, um, I'll squeeze that in at some point. I'm um, just saving it real quick to make sure that I have it so that we can uh, talk about that one as well. Um, Did you put the random green donks on there as well? Uh, do you have one off the top of your head? Those weird Decepticon Micromaster people? I believe so. The the, 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 the little ones thing. that were like four stars you're talking yeah, about, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, those are on there. They're later on. Okay. Uh, I okay. think... I think the only one is Battering Ram that I missed as okay, I'm going okay. through it, but we'll cool. find out. Um, yeah, I do like Ironhide. Like you said, it, since he's ranged in both modes, I'm immediately jumping to, hey, marksmanship, and it plays into the recurring armed hovercraft plan anyway. Um, two defense, I think, is notable. He's nine stars, which makes it a little clunky. Uh, I, I haven't really thought of exactly, and again, we're lacking context, what his teammates are going to be but he seems strong enough the, like that armed hovercraft plan seems strong enough that it's worth investigation at the very least i mean nine stars in a blue deck can be awkward yeah that's uh, why uh that's that's but um i mean you could just run on her guys there's only three blue cards if you really wanted to i don't think that's what's best with him because i think yeah his attack is slightly underpowered for that but like I still think it's good. Mm -hmm. um, he's rare as well, just to point out. So, like, I am. I, I felt like the rare characters in Wave, in Rise of the Commanders, just aren't good enough. Whereas I think the runs I've seen so far in Siege are good enough. So okay, that's that's good. Gotcha. Uh, before I forget about it, we might as well bring up Battering Ram, and I'll uh, throw this one arbitrarily in the middle. So sorry, everybody. Uh, the overlay is super ugly at the moment. We're going to hide Ironhide behind it. Um, so I would have included this earlier. There wasn't a particular reason to hide this one. Um, like I said, I just happened to miss it. So this was our truck only upgrade and it's a weapon. And it does. Oh, do there's, other, there's other battle cards if you miss them too. Like there's a double orange one and, and there's this other weird black one as well. Okay. Repurpose or something? I may have... I could have sworn I... Apparently I missed a bunch, but we'll we'll tag them <laughs> while we're going through it. So, apologies, everybody. We they, The whole uh, vacation screwed me up, and I <laughs> I totally botched this one. So, uh... Yeah, just, just, just two others. There's three. The three on the... Yeah, full loadout and before. repurpose, right? Yep. I yep. definitely had those in my... I must have just not added them to the overlay, because I'm looking oh, at yeah. them right now in the download. Um, but anyway, so... Battering Ram. It's our, our truck-only thing, and it flips your opponent. If you damage somebody, you flip them to their other mode, which is a, a unique effect. I think it's fine. Like th This seems like a playable card. Um, it's definitely playable. Um, I just think that I don't know how many situations it's actually going to be relevant, to be honest with you. I Yeah, it's going to be tough. Um, because, because... I think you want it on where you're, you have multiple attacks, so you flip them into a mode that they don't want to be in, and then get in on the rest of their guys, or that particular guy. But I don't know if trucks can really do that. Like, Combiner's going to hate this card, obviously. Well, yes. Um... 
But, like, how many other guys... I mean, this was the same problem that we had with cornered. Like, mm-hmm. like if you've already done the damage, like it's not going to matter. Like flipping shrapnel, it's not going to matter. Like flipping kickback and things like that. Like it's like the guys that want to flip and attack <laughs> are going to flip and attack. So, like, do they? Do you care that you flip them back? Like, yeah, since you don't get to flip them before the damage, you're right. But you can't just kill a guy with this because they suddenly have less hit points in one mode or the other. So, like. I don't know, like, I, it, I like it a lot on, like, the Sentinel Ironhide, because he'd rather attack in truck mode. I mean, obviously, you only have to play it on a truck. You don't have to attack in truck mode. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I, I don't know yet. Like, it depends on how the meta shapes up. I don't see this as being a car that you are just slamming on guys day one. I think it'll be yeah. a meta call, depending on, like, what you're facing off against guys that don't care about this. I mean, I maybe it's I'm I'm getting blinded by the fact that it is a unique effect. Again, you called out cornered, so it's not quite unique. Um but it's it's a rare effect, we'll say that. Uh and it seems cool. I don't know if there again, like you said, there aren't many victims for this and then additionally, I don't know how many trucks let alone truck decks, if that's a thing, or decks that just contain trucks that are going to have room to include this. Like, why aren't you playing Noble right. Blaster, for example? Because, yes, you'll you'll have that random fringe case, but nine times out of ten, you'd rather just have Noble's Blaster, I guess. Right. It, it just depends on what the meta shape is. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think it... Yeah. So if this it, was... If this was a utility, I'd feel a lot better, but we probably wouldn't have gotten it then. <laughs> no, it, and it's kind of restrictive, so we'll see. Mm. So uh, while we're cleaning stuff up, I'm going to pull up the uh, those other ones that for some reason, and again, I apologize anybody out there that's looking at the visuals that I apparently just didn't include them on the list. So the... I should have included this up around EMP wave, but full roll, uh, full rollout, full loadout is our double orange star card. Uh, I think maybe part of the reason is I don't care about this card. I don't remember what it does. That's how bad it is. Uh, um, choose one of your characters. You can load them up. <laughs> Weapon, armor, utility. Yeah, this card's bad. Uh, that may be why I forgot about it. So I don't really have a whole lot to add, so I'm going to skip that one. <laughs> um, and then the I other one... Have, I don't know why you... I don't know why you'd ever... I mean, the only way I can... Honestly, like... if The only way I can see this card seeing competitive play is mm-hmm. in a 19-star deck. Or, like, like a, anywhere between it, a 19 to 22-star... So you're saying deck. Omega Supreme has a chance... <laughs> Solo Omega Supreme, yeah, yeah. Some kind, some aggressive deck that just wants um twelve double orange pips. I mean, sure. I, I can't see where you'd ever use this ability. Like you're, it's just way too much pressure. Yes, aware. So you're never gonna play this over mounted, like ever. Yeah. So right. then we're down to it has to be your fourth extra double orange card that you're going to play so so i guess maybe a few sets from now if that's a thing and assuming we don't continue to get double pips with stars that 
there isn't a, a better alternative. I see where you're going with it, but yeah, I like I said, I don't I don't care about that card at all. <laughs> um, it seems to me like now they're actually saying now we can't print any double orange cards or else there is some deck out there that would want to play like with less stars and just hit really hard right away mathematically and then like yeah. so they had to make they had to make this like bad. Like in my opinion, so and I could see that being the case. We're gonna hit cross that threshold at some stage, no matter what. Yeah. Like if they continue printing things along those lines. So uh, the other one that I missed was repurpose. Uh, it's a black pip. Scrap a card from your hand, draw two cards. Uh, I I don't care about this card either. <laughs> um, I mean, the only advantage the only advantage of it is the last card you play, you draw two cards. The pep talk. That's, that's exactly what I was about to say. But in which case, play. Pep talk. I uh, I don't understand how single black pip. Like to me, it's a blank. Like as I said about black pip yeah. last time we talked. So like mm-hmm. I don't know why. Why are you going to play a worse pep talk? I mean, it has uh, discarding has you. Like don't get me wrong. Like yeah, it's on the card for a reason. Obviously, it's not. Like, it's not strictly worse, but I think it's worse. No. Yeah, it's not. Like this card shouldn't see play. So. Yeah, as it, barring some other colossal shift, I would agree with you. Um, <laughs> so I think that sh- hits all the cards I missed. Question mark. We'll find I out as so. we go through. I think so. Uh, yeah. So back to Ironhide. We're back on track. Uh, after Ironhide, <laughs> we have Flame War. Who, if you were watching live or if you're watching on YouTube, you probably saw her rotating when we were talking about the motorcycle cards earlier. This is our new Flame War, this time it's seven stars with the new keyword, Focus, which is Aerial Recon, effectively. So it's Focus X before flipping battle cards when battling, so offense and defense. Look at the top X cards, in this case two. You can scrap any number of them and put the rest back in any order. I think it's a really cool keyword. Like I think it, it's good to have that show up. I don't know if... <laughs> Flame War cares about it. So the obvious idea is they it allows you to play instead of like monocolor, all blue or all orange, go find that stuff. And I know I've tried in the past to try and make decks where it's you may mostly be leaning orange or leaning blue, but then you run the double pips of the opposite color. And then this would let you go find them when you want them, hypothetically. I don't know if I'm real excited. I don't think I'm real excited to play this flame war though. See, this is this card is impossible to evaluate with a spreadsheet. Yes. Um because basically the way you have to look at it is like you have to do a bunch of combat simulations to basically say when attacking so, right. So first this card clearly this card will reward I hate to use the term, but, like, reward the bold players. Um, so, like, if you think about her in a monocolor deck, mm-hmm. if you're you're always going to be willing to be like, I flipped an orange, not good enough. Like, like I, I, I look at my first two, they're both single orange, not good enough, put them, like, put them both in... Do they get discarded or on the bottom? Uh, they get discarded, they get scrapped. Yeah, <clears throat> scrap them. Like, and then you, you're, like, you're searching hardcore ever the double pip of your single color is. Right. Obviously, any blanks you're going to get rid of. Obviously, any off colors you're going to get rid of. Mm-hmm. But what this favors is 
trying to turn a single color into a double color. So mm-hmm. that's the mono that's the monocolor use for her. Right. Um the dual pip thing that you're talking about is to me like this now we go back to the original original flamethrower power sword thing. And now suddenly if you play this card with the option of having other cards like that, now we may be back to like the argument maybe better in terms of power sword. Now you said power sword um, versus flamethrower. I'm assuming you mean power sword versus uh like flamethrower. What? what? So Yeah, that was, the original argument was power sword versus Oh, I said sorry, I Yeah. Okay. I got you. So now if you're if you have a way to get <laughs> the correct pip or get rid of the incorrect pip, mm. suddenly the ability on the card itself is more relevant. So if if, if you look at an example like Powers or what you don't want to play in orange decks, um if you have a way of now making it powerful on defense and making it easier to draw or getting rid of it when you're attacking now suddenly its downside in the orange deck is not as steep right so again it's i can't evaluate without a spreadsheet yeah but i think it's powerful um the ability itself yeah but it depends. So it depends on whether it shows up on like a utility that gives it to you, or a weapon that gives it to you. Like uh, obviously, this ability will be more powerful. I mean, we saw in Rise of the Combiners that Stealth and Brave showed up, but they have not really made a big splash on the upgrades. Um, focus is obviously going to depend on what sort of upgrade and what else it does. Because uh, apparently just giving the keyword was not enough in past scenarios. Maybe it'll be going forward, but we'll have to see. Um, I agree with you about the spreadsheet. My initial reaction was I was not excited about this. Only because, again, it's it's right around that level of... I don't... Without knowing more about the keyword, just looking at the raw stats to stars, it feels like it's not enough. But I agree with you that... It's not something to eyeball. So I guess I can walk back what I was saying earlier. <clears throat> I think you were very focused on using the ability on both combat sides, like mm-hmm. on defense and attack. Well, and naturally, yeah. I mean, that. I think that's what it wants you to do. Whether that's the the best use of it is going to be another story. I think it will compare favorably to mathematically like mm-hmm. to bold to or to tough to um in a monocolor deck of that assuming again you're or mostly monocolor deck like with blanks and, and off color pips i think that you'll i have to build the model to figure it out but uh, but i i would off the top of my head i think the way i would because of the way i would build the model it will play favorably to um specifically plan two to be equal to the like, I don't think Plan One will be equal to Bold One, but I think Plan Two may be equal to Bold or Tough Two, mathematically, which I think then makes her much better. Interesting. I will I will take your word on it. That's not something that I could ballpark in my head. <laughs> I have to. I have to. 
you just have to think about it like if you play her, let's just say, let's, we'll just use orange. Mm. Like, it, like, like I said, every time you see an orange, get rid of it. Every time you see anything that's not a double orange in those two cards, get rid of it. Yeah. That will, like, you then move to the right of the spreadsheet, like, instead of, like, because I always, the way I have my combat simulator set up is, like, I go all the way out to, like, fold six. So, like, it draws me as many cards as, like, eight. So, like, you just have to write it to say, like, if it's not double, move to the right, and like I bet you, you'll wind up hitting more doubles. So that's what's yeah. going to be really powerful. I guess we'll have to see how that shakes out. Because the as you're saying that, that's making me wonder: is this the card that wants all of those double oranges, like or not all, but additional double oranges to just make it easier? Like where did where do those two points cross? But we'll have to. Yeah, and I just. She's at a good star cost that, that has a lot of universal use. And she can't be attacked, obviously, on a wheel turn. Until you want her to, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, you're, you're selling me on Flame War. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't going for her initially, but you're, you're selling me on it. All right. Assuming my math is close to correct, like, off the top of my head without having to create... I, have to, I know I have to create a model for it because I'm anticipating that there's going to be other cards with this ability. So, like, mm. I want to do it, do it up front. So. <laughs> no, that makes sense. Uh, moving from there, we have, I was making fun of this guy offline because of his name, uh, Raider Roadhugger. Uh, he is part of the sports car patrol, which was what I was alluding to earlier, where this is just, it's gone beyond a level of silly for me. Like it, <laughs> it's hit the next tier of absurd. And I haven't quite decided whether I like it or not. Like, is it too silly or is it so silly it comes back around to being hilarious again? I'm, I'm not sure yet. But anyway, uh, usual Micromaster thing. He has stealth while he's untapped. This guy's scrap of blue, get to leap into battle. Yeah, this guy's good. Yeah, it. so he's, why, why do we need thrust? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, seriously. <laughs> um. Like, this seems pretty solid, and it it lines up for, you know, your blue decks, like we were talking earlier, you want a weapon or you want some kind of combat buff because your guys may inherently have a naturally lower attack value. Here you go. Throw some of the uh, the spare cards that you don't need at it. I mean, this guy is essentially Inferno Breath on a stick, right? I mean... I mean, I know it's not I, as flexible. I, I get where you're going with it. Uh, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, <clears throat> that's insane. So, like, this guy's good. Yeah, no I like this guy, it. despite his the absurdity of <laughs> all the other parts of it. Um, right. Something I just thought of, which I I can't remember right now, and I'm just struggling gray matter-wise. It says scrap a blue pip card from your hand the double pips still qualify right it's not specifying it has to be a single blue pip card or correct as, yeah as long as the card has that color pip you can do it that's what i thought but it, i had that moment for a second where it's like wait a minute is that really what they said and i didn't want to pull yeah, it up like since a, i like botched a, the other parts <laughs> like a blaster or like a double pip or like a yeah. like a black card that also has it yeah yeah they all count. It, right right yeah it was one of those moments where as I since I botched the other parts of the show, I'm like, wait a minute, did I no, like? Fine. Am I totally screwing this one up? Okay, no, you're good. Okay, so there. That's uh, Raider Roadhugger. I do really like him. 
he has a very 80s feel in his alt mode. Um, just the artwork feels very 80s. I don't know why. Probably because the color scheme. I mean, I wasn't. I'm not sure why. How four million years ago there was a sports car patrol, but you know. Hey. Well, <laughs> they they they're an advanced alien race. They already went through this phase <laughs> millions of years right. ago, apparently. <laughs> anyway, um, so moving from there, we have Private RC, who, as mentioned earlier, is now a car and not a motorcycle. So she, in her bot mode, she has built-in combat training. While she has a weapon, she has bold one, tough one. So, sort of combat training. Uh, but she has focus one in alt mode. So, literally, aerial recon. You look at one and you can scrap it. But she's eight stars. I thought she was different. Hold on. Which one? Any I thought she... Oh, go ahead. Oh. I thought she got the focus when she had the weapon. Oh. Okay. She also appears no. in her bot mode artwork to be fighting the Unicron antibodies. Oh. Like that yeah, claw thing, thing. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah, that, that's funny. Yeah, that's true. Um, um, I guess this kind of the same discussion we had before where you turned off by her only focus one. So that mode is bad. Mm-hmm. Um. So you never want to be attacking in that mode. Yeah. So she's only defending in that mode. So I guess that's okay. Um. So she wants to be attacking in the melee mode, and or in the alt mode, and then she becomes a five. Bold three, if you have five a bold. Well, five or bold, bold one. Yeah. Sorry, I like was thinking like flamethrower in my one. head for some reason. So, Yeah, so she's a 5-bold 1 with a weapon attached. So, she's like a... A cheaper wheeljack to some extent. <laughs> no, a more expensive prowl is what I was thinking. Well, that also... But with, more, with more health, though. But um, doesn't have that... No, they have the same defense. Sorry, I was thinking Ironhide. And has tough 1... So, like, both her focus one and her tough one make her want to be in some kind of dual pip deck or at least have, like, yeah. things like Matrix and things like that. Um, yep. And so, I don't... I, she's fine. Uh, she's... Yeah. I don't... Like, I guess you could, like, you could play Slingshot with her. So, I guess she's fine. But I don't think she'll see a lot of play because she's not over-the-top powerful. Mm-hmm. I think she's just fine. Like It's one of those characters that you could be doing more by rearranging the team rather than going out of your way to try and take advantage of her abilities. I just think it's weird that like you only get two more health for one more star for the prowl and you have to flip. So like maybe just prowl's too good? I don't know. Like It's weird. Like maybe Ironhide and prowl are just above the curve if she's going to be part of the new curve, but she's only just that I was going to bring that up. So. It could just be, you know, not a filler character, but I mean, she is a common, so maybe that's... I mean, why. she's getting limited, like, and... Yeah, for sure. I just... She's like... Fr- I guess she's like fringe... I, I... Like... 
I guess. I there's, think she might see some play, but I don't There's enough text on her character that I could see it happening. Um, but at the same time, it's like such a weird hodgepodge, like you said. I don't know. If we Maybe if we, we get a few more multi-pip cards sort of thing, maybe. I mean, she's like a decent medium-sized attacker for I think I would rather just play a battle master over her, which I think is where the contention is going to be once the set comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think she's probably under the power curve where she needs to be to see competitive play. Yeah, she maybe needed an extra defense or, like you said, an extra health or extra something somewhere uh, yeah. that would help out. So she may end up riding the pine just because it's not quite all the way. Um. So here are the guys you were alluding to earlier, because I think you wanted to bring up the uh, the Starscream thing, because that may be all there is to, to say about them. I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, yeah. so, so it's Raider Stormcloud, who's a four-star mi- Micromaster, but it's scrapped three green cards from your hand. One of your characters gets bold three until end of turn. If the three cards have the same name, they get bold six. Okay. <laughs> um... Do you have something other than Starscream for this guy? I mean, all I can say is that because you're going to be playing a four-wide team because he only costs four stars, technically, you should have enough combat phases where you actually could get three of the same named green card. I still think it's really difficult to do. Um, and there won't be anybody left for him actually to activate. That, all yeah, that that, it's like, okay, I got it. Uh, yeah, about that. <laughs> I don't. I I can't like I I I just can't imagine a scenario where that is going to happen outside of Christmas Land scenarios. In, unless we get a card that's like regrow all the cards with the same name from your scrapyard, uh, and even then, I, I don't know. So he's a four star plane for for Star Scream Air Commander. Yep, and moving uh, right into the next guy, who's, <laughs> who's basically fitting the same mold. He is a Decepticon well, leader. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I mean that's not insignificant. I mean, like you get, so you get him two aerial bots or the the wind blade that came in the uh, the starter, the starter, and and him, and then. Starscream flips back and forth and does three damage. I mean, like, that's not insignificant. Well, yes, um, and it, so I was thinking you could hypothetically play the other guy, Visper, because um, they both have stealth. So clearly they're both very fragile. They have zero defense. They have six and seven health, respectively. If they get exposed, they're going to die. So maybe the stealth will be more relevant. I don't even remember what the Windblade's text is, for example. Does, does she isn't have like, anything? Well, isn't it like Pierce One or something ridiculously bad, or Pierce Two? Or Probably. I'm thinking. Okay, can they keep themselves alive so that way you can make sure that Starscream's doing enough on his own? Um, we well, just attack with Starscream right away. Who's a four bold two? Mm-hmm. Um, and can play Null Ray. Um, wait, is he the one that is that the one that's four bold two, or is he the the one that's only bold? No, the 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 smaller one, the ten star one's the one that's only bold one, right? Yeah, so he's four okay. bold two with a lot of health and two defense, and then like basically, so if you think about that as 
attacking like if, it has to be an orange deck obviously like if, if you think about that attacking like if you go first against whoever you want and then you just he's not going to attack he's not going to die back so then you just flip him to do three to somebody i mean mm-hmm. you just did 11 to whoever you want yeah you could you can definitely power it out i just it's another thing on the list of things that I would like to try because it does sound fun. Given that you're all in on him, you know, it's not that you're all in on him. It's just that your other guys. So, like, I, I guess that means you're all in on him. But it's like, if you're an orange deck, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, you might, and that we determined like it doesn't really matter what your guys do. They just they just get in and die. Yeah, and that so may like, be enough cuz you if you go first like you said, if you happen to cripple their optimist or whatever their important guy is, you just hang on <laughs> for dear life with the remainder when Starstream goes down and and hope that you get there. I mean, it's very realistic to then play some kind of direct damage and then just kill them. Oh yeah, for like, sure. Extremely I, easily, so. And you're clearly going to be um Maybe even mixing in going to the extent of, of marksmanship or something because clearly oh and the hovercraft and all that yeah and all yeah, that. yeah. Um, yeah like I mean I mean the only thing that does is it hurts it hurts the star screen bold well it also but, hurts because your guys have like three attacks so if you swing in with them and then right. go marksmanship hovercraft like that feels real right. bad <laughs> uh, I would probably just I would probably just play hovercraft because like you're obviously going to be attacking somebody all move anyway so like i would yeah. just be playing hovercraft one shell stand and some number of plasma verse and i probably you probably and if it's a four i guess you could play inferno or something like that's the problem like now the deck's getting to be too blue like who knows but there's potential there i mean you could if you again if you want to go all in on starscream you could instead play if you assume that every flip is a one shell stand you can instead play white pips Pretend that they're one shell stand. So you play your rapid conversion slash escape routes, and then just flip him back and forth a bunch of times and pretend they're one shell stands until he dies, and then you go, oh, "Well, these cards are useless." Yeah, then your deck's just done. So, yeah. like, but here, I mean, I could definitely see playing escape route. Um, and I yeah, guess I could probably some that argument them. See playing rollout also. I guess for that argument. Yeah, um, rollout would. But that's would the best. Sense. That's the best use of him, and I think that's the most important use of. Mm-hmm. So the other guy that we've been kind of alluding to was Visper, who's the leader, um, who reminds me of a G.I. Joe Cobra jet, but that I is escaping yeah. the name of me right now. Escaping yeah. the name of me. <laughs> the name is escaping me at the moment. One of the one of the later ones where they stopped kind of just not making realistic military vehicles anymore. Yeah, I know what you're talking Well, to about. be fair, like none of the Cobra <laughs> ones ever really were like <laughs> like the Hiss tank. Like yeah. <laughs> anyway. I guess so. The the actual Joe's, yeah, but Anyway, um, so this guy is the one that is Sonic Scream or Burst, wh- whatever the other bad green one is. Yeah, they, whatever. They discard yeah. some cards, you draw some cards, it, it'll never happen. <laughs> like it, you, you can't, you you just can't play enough green cards to make, in my opinion, like, uh, again, I'm going to assume there's no more green cards in the set. There may be. Mm-hmm. Um, but Even if there are, there are, like, come on, how many are you are you getting for this? You're not going to get three of the same, but like, yeah. But you could get right now. I can't even. I don't even have enough green cards in my deck to make these guys 
even first part of their ability happen most often. Yeah. Because even though I love playing with a lot of green cards, you don't need that many of them. No. And I, and I, and a lot of, I mean, that's the whole point. (laughs) Right. So I, I'm not going to give up three. I'm not going to give up some number of espionage or of, I would, I would give up some number of blasters. I would give up some number of press the advantages that I didn't need, but these abilities just aren't good enough. Like this guy is way worse than the other one. The other one to me, yeah, I can give up three cards in my hand to try to like really kill a guy with the bolt, even just the bolt three. Obviously, the bolt six is a complete pipe dream. Yes, um, but um, I can see where that would have some potential use. Like once every in a blue moon, this I can never see myself. Well, because the so you don't have the option of just pitching one to do a lesser effect. You must pitch the three, and. Mm-hmm. At that point, by the time you're able to sculpt that hand, does your opponent right. have more than one card in hand? That's my point. Right, yeah, I agree. It, 100%. It's, I just, yeah, I'm not a fan of, of Visper. I think both of these guys are going to live alongside that Starscream. And the deck, like, on paper right now, that deck seems like it could be fun. Whether it's mm-hmm. actually good or not remains to be seen, but it sounds like it could be fun. Oh wait, there's also five star star screen as well. Now, yes. So you could, so you could go the eleven star, the four star to get to fifteen, the five star Visper, and then the other star scream, and you could play Swindled if you really wanted to. Or and it just gives you another target for the null ray as well. Yes, um, and that may be the right way to do it. That would actually yeah, be just, that would be kind of just, yeah. yeah. I don't know what that star scream does. Everybody else's range, so it doesn't matter. Well, now you can play under John Slingshot. There you go. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Play more blue cards. Yeah, exactly. We're going to play the best blue aggro deck there is. Um, (laughs) I really hope there's a there's a plan utility or whatever that focus utility. Yeah, yeah. That that would actually be really good. Does that star scream do anything relevant? Like he doesn't have bold, does he? I'm trying to go back in my. I, have I don't have any way of finding him in my... I have to go, like... I think I may have cleaned up a bunch of the, the spoilers. Like, I, I finally got rid of the Wave 1 stuff from previous shows, like, last week. So, <laughs> I think it might have got swept up when I did a big cleanup. Um, but anyway. Uh, now we're moving into, and again, unless I missed any, uh, the stuff that everybody was probably waiting for, and those are everyone's favorite... Uh, Soundwave and Friends. First up is Raider Ravage, who is a 5-star and has a very interesting tap ability. It's a zap, but if they have 4 or more defense, it's a Plasma Burst. Sure. So if he's, if he's, if he's tapping to do damage to other Ravages... Yes. That, <laughs> as of right now, I was trying to think of, like, are there any other... I mean, I guess... If someone plays Blast Shield or something weird, like, there's that. Does Magnus only gets up to three when he uh, has Magnus armor, right? Yes. So the, that one's not there. I don't know. We'll assume that there, there's got to be at least... <laughs> there'll be other Ravages. I'm sure there will be a lot of other Ravages. Uh, and then there might be, you know, one other character, I guess. Um... But most of the time, you're looking at a zap. Um, I think we can go out on a limb and assume that. 
it, it has to be basically that they put a bashing shield type thing on a already having three toughness type guy. Yes, that those are the scenarios that I think we're looking at for it to get there, and they'd have to walk into it too. So I'm not sure why that would happen. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like this guy. He does direct damage. So, like, there's nothing not to like about him, in my opinion. Well, I mean, do, you, his... do you see... So, if you wanted the him outside... No, I don't, see, I don't see these guys seeing play outside the town. Okay, because I was going to say, like, do you want this guy over Silverbolt if that was what you were going for? The problem with... No, and the problem with these guys is that they require you to flip to use their abilities. So, mm-hmm. um, they... It's more than just losing everything because of the tap ability. It's it's you're also losing the flip for the turn as well. Yeah. Um, although I don't. Although I mean, I would never want to attack at, in the cassette mode, but like I have no problem obviously defending in cassette mode. Yeah. Um, but I just don't see where that's going to be good enough. But I, but I do think it's it's good with Soundwave. Yeah. So. I guess we can kind of segue right into Laserbeak then and then finish up with the the big blue man himself. Uh, Laserbeak, you draw and discard a card when you flip to alt mode, and he has Pierce 2 in, I guess we'll call it bot mode. (laughs) Um, It is officially his bot mode, but his tap ability is you can play a secret action. It's too much pressure in your hand again. Yep. Um... I mean, I could see scenarios, again, with if we get a bunch of secret actions that draw you cards, okay. Um, what are his stats? Uh, in alt, he's 092, and in bot mode, he's 291. And he's ranged. Ravage was melee, but, you know. I wish he cost four, but... Um... Yeah, it's... It's a little awkward. It's not a like I, Pierce two is not a, on a two on a two attack guy. It's not irrelevant. Um, yeah, it's just he's just he's unexciting. Mm. Um, but the fact that he has a flip to alt mode that's kind of relevant, not awful. Um, I don't know how often it. Again, it's going to be another. We got to see more cards, but I don't. I guess in the Soundwave deck, you're not flipping. Like you're gonna. Flip Ravage slash Laser Beak, do Soundwave last, and then I I guess you're gonna have flips think, to spare. I is where I don't I'm think you're playing. I don't think you're playing both of them. You're just playing Soundwave Ravage. Yeah, that that's also probably true. Or I guess you could technically play Soundwave Laser Beak and just get a bunch of Pierce hits. Like I guess, but I probably wouldn't. Um, yeah, I, I don't think this is good enough. It's not terrible. I just don't think it's good enough. Mm-hmm. Outside of a dedicated Soundwave deck, I don't think it's good enough. Yeah, it's... And with that, we might as well move on to Soundwave so we can not beat around the bush and <laughs> talk about where it's actually going. I was trying to think about this earlier. So his alt mode gives your spy patrols, which obviously Laser Beacon Ravage are, plus one defense. And when he attacks, you untap each of your spy patrols. So I was trying to figure out, is it possible to... if Try a different play pattern, for lack of a better way to describe it. So you 
instead of actually focusing on the attacks, like try and minimize the amount of flips your opponents get by artificially tapping your guys down and then untapping them again with Soundwave. But it, no matter what scenario I tried to work out, it didn't seem like it mattered immediately. So uh, I'm specifically talking about Soundwave plus these two guys. Well, you can't use more than one tap ability in turn, so... Well, the the other ways to do it was, and it didn't work, was clearly you have Inferno Breath or the potential for Inferno Breath. Uh, oh, sure. Intelligence Mission doesn't work with them because only Soundwave is a specialist and you need him to be there. If we got a third one that wasn't as restrictive or, you know, it required a ranged slash melee guy, maybe. But even then, like I said, I don't know if that's really what you want to be doing. Like, are are you just doing nothing or nothing of value? I mean, no, you don't want to be doing that. So right, and that's yeah, it was more rhetorical. Not, I didn't mean for you to have to yeah. actually answer that question, but um, so, I mean, the conversations I've had, the conversations I've had that um, the deck revolves around him. He's the only quote relevant target, right? Um, so the giving the other guys plus one defense doesn't do a whole lot again, because they want to be in the, the other mode. Yeah. To do that. I think what he'll, but, but I think what he allows is like, he allows ravage to basically like play interference for him. Mm -hmm. So like, if, so like, if you, this is clearly not ideal, but like, if you attack with Ravage in tape mode, <laughs> um, then, like, you have this, what, 074 or something like that? Like, some guy that's kind of hard to kill right yeah. away. I mean, soaking in a blue, in a blue six, deck, in yeah, a blue deck. in a blue deck, like, that's a lot. Right. Um, but obviously, he can't use his tap ability then. And you obviously want to use the tap ability twice, or as many times as you can. I so, think that's where the the infernal breath potential would be a thing. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I don't know if that's enough. Like that's as I said, there's, that's only one effect, so it's I don't know. I mean, untapping guys obviously is like one of the most powerful things you can do, and, and mm -hmm. untapping guys that have tap abilities is even more powerful. In isolation, it's just that in these specific... I mean, the one thing we can't... Like, I don't think you can not play him with one of the cassettes. Or Spy Patrol, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> um, it's funny, it's funny they, 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 brought, they obviously were really trying not to say cassette. But they're a cassette in the picture. Like, I mean, uh, yeah. I guess technically they're not, but they're cassettes. Like, let's just face it. Um, um, so you're saying you you play them with only one, or am I misunderstanding what you're saying? I I would play them with only one to begin with. Like let, let's start there. Mm -hmm. So that gives you because, you're at sixteen. So that gives you um, nine more stars to play around with. Because the, because the conversation I basically had was like, his stats are insane as an eleven drop. Like he's massive. Yeah. 
So, because what is he like six fifteen two or something like that in yep. Alton, right? Or He's uh four fifteen two in all and six fifteen in uh, uh bot mode. So even just as a vanilla character, he's well above the curve, right? Mm-hmm. Is I fifteen two? That's like well above the eleven cost curve. Yeah, right? if you compare him to Soundwave, for or it, compare him to Soundwave, compare him to Shockwave, for example, who's six eleven three in his you know higher statted mode at eleven. Did we lose you, Scott? <laughs> no, I'm here. I just had to switch uh, my earbuds. What oh, did you right. say? You were comparing to Shockwave, right? Yeah, so he's Shockwave 6.11.3 in his higher statted mode, and then 4.11.3. So he, he's getting he's trading one defense for four additional health. Assuming you're using neither of these guys for the abilities. Yes. Yeah, yeah well, because you were talking about looking at it from the perspective of just raw stats, so... Right. So now we have to look at it. Like, to me, I don't want to say it's impossible to evaluate because I can't imagine there's any other coming out for this. Um, in you don't this think uh, set, Rumble and Frenzy are in the set? They're probably saved for whatever the... We know We know they're not because if you count up the number of micro... There's mm. two for each color, not counting blanks. These two guys are the same size as them. Okay. They count in the... In the MicroMaster slot. In that slot. Gotcha. Um, when I asked, I asked on the main Facebook page what what size they were. So I think they take up what I would have thought would have been pitching blanks MicroMasters. So you don't think we're going to see, like, similar to what we have with combiners, that, yes, we had even numbers of teams, but they weren't even teams. So, you know, we had Dreadwing versus Sentinels. You don't think we'd have I don't like think that. we'll I don't think we'll only get like whatever that one dude is is the only pitch blue card and the other because we've seen two pitch black cards we've seen one pitch orange guy one pitch we've seen two pitch green guys so like I, I imagine there's two of each of them yeah that makes sense and then and then these two guys gotcha. so I that's where my theory comes from yeah that that, that uh, logically follows. Um, and they're not going to be battle masters. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I could see them also it, it, from a uh, product standpoint, which is really outside gameplay or that sort of. Well, I guess the the set quantities kind of are outside that realm too. That if and we don't know, but assuming it's a the the uh, third set starter follow up thing, just like we had Metroplex for Wave One and Devastator for Wave Two. If the third one was a Sound Wave One, it would kind of make sense to package him with those two guys, if that's what they were going for. Did we lose you again? <laughs> no, I'm here. All right. Um, so it, we spent a lot talking about how. It, I don't know. Are you in the the frame of mind that it's just kind of we don't have enough information to figure out what we want to do with him at this stage? I, I think we have enough information. I think that I think it comes down to how powerful it is to and how much how easy it is to keep Ravage alive. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you're a blue deck and he. 
it, it depends on what nine drop you're going to use otherwise, or whatever other cards you're going to use otherwise. Uh-huh. Um, because he becomes the focal point of the deck in multiple ways. Like, I, I don't think Ravage is good enough on his own. I don't think he's good enough on his own. They have to go together. Mm. And that's 16 stars, and it's like... I was about to say, as a 16-star character, I... Like, that's asking a lot. It's 16 star character, but, like, one of them gets to do two damage over the course of the thing, which is not irrelevant. I agree. Um... But, I I don't know. I I mean, the art is awesome, I can tell you that much, but, like... Mm. I just... So uh, what do you what do you become a two seven two right if you're like Ravage is basically a two seven two at that point he's a three seven one it, oh so if, if a... Soundwave is in alt mode yeah three seven two then for five I'll be honest I don't know if he's making it more than one attack against something aggressive even if you're blue focus like because if it's not their very first turn they play almost anything, and they're probably getting there. But see, that's where I, that that's the argument of, like, I don't care then, because, like, yes, because they have to then spend a bunch of cards to take out a guy that, yes, you're getting incremental advantage off of by playing Soundwave, and, like, clearly, if there's no cassettes to untap, he's not as good. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, do you care? Like, you're still a 6-15-2 giant guy. From, and like so every mm. so every attack that doesn't go towards him means that you're getting like it, both situations to me are fine. If the cassette if the ravage takes the attacks, like I think you're fine. If the ravage doesn't take the attacks, Soundwave can't be killed very easily. So again, you're getting more use out of Ravage. I so think I, I just I, yeah. I just feel like it's gonna be I don't know, like I feel like it's gonna be hard for your opponent to make the right decision. Uh-huh. Which is normally going to be just kill Soundwave as, as quickly as possible, and I don't know if that's even going to be possible, considering he's gigantic. He's got a billion health, yeah. <laughs> so the, I think the key part there is that you had said attacks, plural, which I know is more sentence structure than maybe your intent, but I... So, if thinking of an orange deck, they could invest a single combat buff and attack and potentially off Ravage with a single card. So, like, play one card out of hand, attack, kill him. If that's the case, yes, they they wasted an attack that could have gone to Soundwave, but I don't know if that's enough. Like, yeah, he's a big block of stats, but I we've had similar discussions about Nemesis, where he's just a big block of stats. And I do like Nemesis myself, but a 16-cost nemesis, I don't know if I am happy about that. See, at that point, if... I, I think it's... I don't think it, this is like the conversation we had with Drew. It's not... It That's where the build cost thing comes into play. It's just the way you have to build the deck. Yeah. But I don't think, I don't think you can look at it that way mm. in this situation. I think you just have to look at it like... You get Ravage, who does his ability, mm. and you try to get as many uses out of it as possible, but like if 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 you kill the engine, you lose anyway because he costs he's gonna be your highest highest cost character anyway. 
then so that's probably going right. So you're probably going to lose anyway. Yep. And if you lose, if you lose the piece that he's helping, then like whatever investment they put into that is probably okay with you, even though like the deck kind of becomes vanilla at that point. Yeah. Um. That's okay because I still because like for example I think the best use of Shockwave is to play him in the vanilla six eleven three mode most of the time. Right, and so they, from playing that, it's not terrible. Like obviously, you know, you could be doing I guess better things, but it isn't the worst thing in the world to have something that big and that tough. Um, and I definitely agree with you that clearly you would prefer Ravage to eat it before Soundwave. I I think I need to have it in hand and, and try it out or, or put more thought into it to figure out whether I'm okay with him just being, a, I punch stuff good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I just think that like your typical blue deck cards of like Energon Axe, One Shall Stand and things like that are going to see clear use with Soundwave oh, and so yes. like he, he, other than like the un, the, other than the obviously powerful like optimus things you do with flipping the extra actions like just your big blue guy deck cards are gonna see play well it does him. it's funny you bring that up because i was about to say that it feels kind of like the Soundwave ravage x plans feels like three wide optimus just you start with an onboard plasma burst kind of yeah um, so yeah. you can do similar things and it should at least my initial thought in my head is that it would construct itself exactly how you're describing along those lines, and it would end up being a similar, but, you know, like a, a cousin, a variant of that sort of deck. The only problem is, like, it's it's hard to get turns where you keep Ravage in cassette mode as long as possible and don't use him to tap. Mm. And you keep Soundwave in, like, you want to attack with him in alt mode. So you you can't do both things in a turn without a card. So you just wind up with a situation of, like, whoever your third guy is is always going to attack first. And, right. like, I haven't figured that out yet, like, who that's going to be that's going to, like, always want to take a hit because... You yeah. just always want to attack with that guy first. Like, it can't be Wheeljack if you're going first. Well, and Wheeljack, I don't... I don't know if... He's, he's just the he's just the default nine drop. Oh, yeah. Well, they, but like, I agree with you. On the other side, it's like, what, Venon, who is similar statted um, to Wheeljack, but it's also Venon. Like, I, I don't know if you care. It's like guys like that. Like it, it's it's guys that like you would want to play at that cost in a, in a blue deck, and I just don't know who they are. Like I mean, as usual, it could just be Flame War and some four drop as well. Like there's right, more four drops now, so like right. Um, and that's a possibility as well. But then you you're just you're just the more guys you add that want to flip like Flame War, the worse your flip. This deck is not about. It's not necessarily about flip density. It's just more about like you in the extent it is but like you want to be flipping those two guys on the same turn but like just have them be able to be flipped on the same turn like so waste a flip at some point so mm. that's where it comes into play i mean i think you what you just suggested could could work on at least does on paper you know you do construct a con 
I guess, or this, whichever the four drop plane thing that we just talked about, Visper or Stormcloud, whichever one's the four, uh, Ravage, Soundwave, open up with Flame War Flip, Ravage Flip, Soundwave Flip, attack with Soundwave, do things. Because you're four wide at that point, I I guess you have enough time to accomplish all that. Maybe. Yeah, I just don't like the fact that, like, you're so locked into, like, I mean, it's because it's not that big of a deal. You're locked into, like, a guaranteed combat order. Mm. But I don't think it's, I guess it's not that big of a deal. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. Yeah, it, it's definitely some. I mean, I'm going to be playing Soundwave regardless. I, I've mentioned it many times. I'm going to be playing them. Although, I'll be honest, that sound, Soundwave, the, the Starscream thing sounds, like, legitimately sounds fun to me. I kind of want to do that because that's not unlike when I was trying to make Dark Mount work for months and clearly it never worked. Uh, there's an 9-drop you can play. No. Well, you, yes, you could play a 9-drop. You could play that 9-drop. You may not be happy about it. Um, you may have a bad time very, very quickly. Uh, so that... Any other thoughts on Soundwave before I pull up? Because there's actually... Orangitis uh, had a few things that, as we were going through, we'll do the... Uh, no, I mean it just requires testing, so yeah, I, I can't. I just think it's it's a complicated thing to play and a complicated way to think about how it's going to play out. Mm. But I think that the I think there are ways to make it work to your advantage. I just don't think it involves both cassettes. Yeah, I mean, for me at least, it was oh, well, I'll just play Soundwave and his guys, and then four star cards. Huh. That'll work, right? And you like, don't, yeah. You don't have enough flips. Is the problem? Mm. You, you, both both mm. the cassettes want to be in all mo- in bot mode, and so does Soundwave at that point. Yeah, so and that's not ideal, right? That's why well, I w- had started out with that whole "well, I'll tap them some other way" thing, but then free them back up by untapping them with sound. But I don't. Yeah, it's it's just too much stuff. Yeah. Um. So I. Uh, like I said, Orange, I just had a few things in the chat early, and this is all the way going back to the beginning. So early on, uh, Razor Claw plus Thrust, question mark. I'm, I've tried Thrust in a few different things. I'm not a huge fan of Thrust. Plus, that's, what, 14 stars there? And you'd be going down to probably two attacks, because I can't imagine you're playing two more other guys. It feels like it might be a little... I think Razor Claw really has a... If he has an outside combiner home, is just random five drop orange guy that you go oops i'll i'll just go kill someone in the back line would you agree with that scott yeah i'm not a fan of thrust um he also says uh device virus is anti-predicon anti-megatron yeah although like we talked about i can't imagine we're gonna see it um yeah sure toad is Ironhide jr you are absolutely correct (laughs) (laughs) that maybe maybe i had a miniature like mcdonald's toy Ironhide or something Uh, i'm thinking of when i was a kid um Lionizer was an action master partner in G1. He came with a character named Rad. That sounds sure. deliciously <laughs> 80s. Like, that is an 80s name right there. Um, uh, he's also saying Sideswipe is the uh, character wielding Lionizer in weapon mode. Which, like okay. I said, it looks like him, but he didn't have his shoulder cannon missile thing. And typically, I always think of Sideswipe with having a, a black helmet. That's why I wasn't sure about that one. Uh, going to, I guess this was during when we were talking about Visper and uh, Stormcloud, the green micromasters, mm-hmm. saying, keep in mind the nature of green battle icons. It's easier to get greens more than any other because you can trade green flips for useless cards. Yes, but 
Scott, you had mentioned this a few times, and you can elaborate on it, but I I feel like these guys are, it's asking for a lot, so in order for you to collect all of those, you're not playing any cards, like just not playing any cards on your turn in the event, as well as not playing those greens. So mm-hmm. like, if you get back espionage, great, you have a green, but don't you want to play espionage? Yeah. I don't, I don't, it's not realistic mm. to get the, to get the secondary ability. It's not realistic. Yeah. I mean, maybe there'll be, you can collect them for the first half, but I, like we talked about Visper, I don't think it's worth it. Stormcloud, maybe, because, you know, Bolt can do bold things. Uh, and then the last thing was, do you think the race car patrol will get their own deck and will be a full team of four? I don't know, not but now. I, I kind of want it to now that I've read that sentence. <laughs> like now that I've said that sentence out loud, I kind of want that to happen. Um, I don't even know who these guys are. But I don't, I assume, but it's also I think the second siege set will have yeah, like the other versions of these guys. Oh yeah, I'm sure it'll fill it out. But the fact that oh, what are you playing today? I'm playing the race car patrol. <laughs> Come on, that is like <laughs> I don't know that. Like I said earlier, maybe it's just me, but like. Some of that stuff is just absurd. And it's Agreed. absurd in a good way, I think. I really want to play f- <laughs> five-wide sports car patrol. <laughs> Jesus. There you go. That's just... Start your engines it up. There it is. You, it's, <laughs> okay, in all seriousness, I uh, now that you mentioned that, Decepticon cars? A thing with Roadhugger? No. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Come on. You can pitch your... Sp- yeah, you're never going to have spares. I was going to say right. pitch your spares, start your engines, but they're never spare. You always want them. <laughs> but anyway. He's just, good on it. He's just good on his own. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on any of the other stuff? Or uh, let me pitch it to you for closing thoughts, um, things that are coming up, that sort of stuff. Uh, we have some a couple announcements in the next couple weeks that we're just trying to iron out the details on. Um, so keep an eye out for information there. Um, we we will try to um, get back to more regular article content because uh, it's been a lot of YouTube focus recently just because I was away and because, um, yeah, pretty much because I was away. So uh, <laughs> uh, we'll be able to get back to that um, over the next few weeks and then go from there. So just take a look out for that stuff. Cool. Uh, well, like I said, shout out to Orange Itis. We appreciate you participating. Anybody out there listening, if you can make it to any of the live recordings or you want to hear us talk about stuff, I've been trying to group all the comments towards the end of the show because I think it's also a good way to recap everything. So if you drop something in chat while we're live recording, I'm not ignoring you. It, it, I just, I'm trying something different, basically. Uh, if people want us to do it another way, by all means, let us know. Any kind of feedback, any kind of questions. I know, Scott, you had put out the call for if people had questions they want us to discuss on the show. By all means, hit us up. So uh, that kind of does it. We're going to get back into the regular swing of things like Scott was describing. Uh, There is a case event coming up soon, I believe. Uh, The 19th, I want to say. Is that the Saturday? That's the Sunday. It's a Sunday one? No, it's the Saturday. Okay, so the 18th. Um, So that one's coming up for us. Uh, Definitely hit up uh, 
Oh yeah, Death Weasel, yes. Cosmos Rocks, and I, I am seriously thinking about that's another fun deck. Sorry, ran another comment that came in towards the end. Um, but anyway, that'll kind of do it for us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Please tune in next time for more Random's Thoughts.